0: Uh, So guys, thank you for joining us again. Uh, I'm John McKaylor of the Glasgow Comets from the Baseball Scotland National League. I uh, am one half of ball caps and bagpipes and there's the other half right there.
1: And the other half is the lovely 18-year-old Jason. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, I'm Jason Durham, Baseball Scotland Hall of Famer and I'm also the
0: owner of Dugout Classics. And uh, we're joined for our second interview tonight, which I didn't know was happening. Jason, <laughs> until about 10 minutes ago. Uh, Tonight's second interview is the talented Sergio Santos. Why don't you say hello, Sergio? Hey guys,
2: thanks for having me. I'm excited to Thank you so much for here. joining
0: us, man. Yeah, thanks so much for joining us. It's a pleasure to have you. Uh, now, I'd like to open up with the same question for our guests, and that would be, what's your baseball background? Uh, did you grow up playing the game? Uh, if so, to what level and what positions did you play? And uh, what club did you follow as a youngster?
2: Baseball cards are probably where it started for me. Like I'm admiring J- Jason's wall.
1: <laughs>
0: yeah, move um, the way. Can see it.
2: <laughs> as a kid, is
0: just... this is it, Steve Leak. Oh, yeah. so
1: <laughs> so we we open up a pack of cards because I, I I do that with my Instagram as I I do my Wax Pack Wednesday, and with Tad and Travis. We were talking about the 91 studio um, and the, the really cheesy 90s porches is there. Oh, man, I
2: love those.
1: Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was like, we're lucky, we'll pull this Steve Lake card. <laughs> so I <it> was <laughs> like, yes, you have the Steve Lake card. And so
2: that was an awesome. But yeah, that's where my fandom started. Right. I had an interest in photography from early on and. Um, and I got really geeky about these cards in grade school. right? And then I played the game a little bit, like Little League. Um, but a Cubs fan, that's where I was born, Chicago. And um, yeah. And it's funny because art-wise, I had a friend who would, uh, this was years ago, he would remix baseball cards and paint them. And we kind of showed in the same circles And I didn't touch baseball because I felt like, people would be like, oh, you're biting his style. And it wasn't till, um, I guess, you know, COVID happens, and um, being a full-time artist, I'm very panicked for for a few minutes. So I was like, what am I gonna do? And then I realized that I've been an artist all my life, and this is what we do, is we (laughs) figure out how to make money against impossible odds. and. but part of it for me was I had this new studio time and and I remembered being a kid and loving baseball cards and baseball, and baseball biographies, baseball history. And I started to make my own uh, images. And then I started to post them. I separated it from my bigger body of work. And I started to meet cool people like you guys that, um, Appreciate the game and the history, and man, it's been cool. And uh, that's how we ended up in this uh, benefit for the museum. So,
0: great stuff. So uh, I don't now, know. Do you have any? That's, that's my uh, short answer.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> do you have any? Uh, do you have any favorite memories growing up watching the Cubbies, uh, other than, of course, the 2016 World Series and ending that course?
2: my just going to games with my dad um of course uh we moved from chicago when i was little but we'd go back in the summers and catch games wrigley field uh, nothing like that for like
0: for me at least those fans are they're fans <laughs> okay uh growing up then uh, you played a game uh until what level
2: Oh, I, uh, I played in sixth grade and, um, I just wasn't very good.
0: <laughs> you know, well, it seems I, to be I, a running theme <laughs> with everyone yeah. spoken to, uh, with a couple of exceptions that, you know, it's a case of I was, I was okay, but maybe not great. Uh, but you know, I've got, a, I happen to be like a savant like artist and have, uh, I've, you know, been able to, you know you guys have been able to contribute to the game in such a different level uh it's been amazing for me the last week especially uh speaking to you all you guys and like you know seeing a new dimension to the game uh and getting you know and hearing stories from guys like yourself who've lived it growing up uh we obviously i'm in scotland uh, i kind of ran a baseball by accident 20 years ago and have never really had a conversation with anyone that i know about you know did you watch the game last night i don't i I've never had that luxury so it's been great for me to vicariously be able to go back in time and live through that with you guys so it's uh, very great for me um i'll let jason take over and you guys can talk about the art side of things and it will uh, come back to me at the end yeah. All right well I,
2: I love that what you just said about um, because within my friend circle none of them are baseball guys they are gals and mm. so having this time to start this yeah. series and then connect so quickly, because it's been a matter of months with so many people that share the same enthusiasm. Mm. It's just, it's cool. And I, I hope to awesome. see more of
1: it. I think we will, there's been really, I, I so I hate to keep references and like every interview I've almost talked about it, but the TOPS uh, Project 2020, have you seen those? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And I think that's kind of, it's been building. Cause again, I've been looking at kind of like, uh, since I run a jersey shop, I was like, okay, I'm the European guy, and I know these of these brands I can bring over here. And then I started seeing all these artwork that come along, and it's been about a year, two years. I've been kind of doing it, and you've really seen it all just kind of take off the last kind of you know six months because of COVID. And people are like, hey, you know what? I've, I've i got this time at home. I can't go out, and I'm throwing my 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 passion I've been doing kind of as a side gig really into it. And you're seeing people just pop up, and it, some of the work you're seeing now is absolutely amazing. People just come out of out of the woods and go like, "Oh, I've been doing this for like years," and I was just like, "Oh, that's really cool."
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. for For me, it was um, I just wanted to be that kid again, because the world got heavy really quickly, mm-hmm. and then it continued to be heavy. And making painting these guys and just enjoying that is a nice outlet
1: so you said you were a full-time artist what, what is your uh, your your main work then before we'll talk about the baseball work in a bit what do you normally do for your work when i go into the studio um it's whatever mood i get in and so right I, yeah, yeah
2: it could be i have several like instagrams the one you guys know me by is uh el santos baseball mm-hmm. but i have el santos wrestling that's about oh, wrestlers
1: john's a big wrestling fan so okay yeah, yeah. you should check it <laughs> out
0: I, that's <laughs> it's wrestling i'll get on that one
2: it's wrestling rast <laughs> like a, like it said here in the south uh awesome It's good old-fashioned
1: yeah good old-fashioned wrestling so i did not know about the wrestling account so do you focus on like I'm a big fan of like, oh man, the 80s like that. That was my jam was, was like Hulk Hogan and Audrey the Giant. So uh, I, as soon as we get done here, I'll, I'll be following that account to see what you're going to put up there. But uh, <laughs> Jeez. those are all the modern guys. I'm all old school WrestleMania Ooh. kind
0: of thing. Jason, you have, you check out because... have you ever heard the song? Have you ever heard the song, That's Wrestling? No. There's a song? R-A-S-S-L-I-N, That's Wrestling. That's a song, yes? You need to look it up on YouTube. No, no, no! You yeah, keep singing this. R D S S L I N. That's wrestling.
1: I, I okay. I'm gonna find this song. You're gonna play it for me and sing it for me.
0: <laughs> the oh, song. absolutely! It, yeah. It's,
2: it's kind of the same thing with that series. You Grew up watching rat, wrestling, and um, to me, it was just—it's always about like the folklore of the individuals like making a satchel page. So it, in wrestling, it's whoever. I I mean, I, I still, well, I don't watch the current product as much, but I read a lot of the biographies. I think wrestler lives are yeah. fascinating. But yeah, if you look through the account, <laughs> it's very random who I paint. I did a, do you remember the Moondogs? Moondog do like- Spot? Moondog mm-hmm. Rex? <laughs> i especially i i like i like it when people are like auxiliary wrestlers
0: <laughs> yeah
1: yeah
2: enhancement <laughs> talent <laughs> but, yeah.
1: It's a strange thing because you people remember that so i uh i find like people will like the most random baseball player and they'll go oh mm-hmm. my, my favorite guy is like the 24th man on the bench who's like the third backup catcher and that's my guy <laughs> you know and so yeah. he's in the game i'm excited you know uh um you know whoever was uh was it, Tim Wakefield's personal catcher. Like, that's my guy, you know? <laughs> it's like- There you go. Yeah. One, three, five
0: days, you know? <laughs> it makes, me, it makes no. me think back to our very first interview with Robbie Aronson, he was talking about how his guy growing up was Gary De Yes. Not a superstar by anyone's measure, but you know, just a guy who hustled and he just had a connection to because he was a local guy.
2: Yeah, uh, Kevin Bass, probably don't know that name, but yeah, he had this fanta- fantastic mustache.
0: Um <laughs> it's amazing how that's the first thing that we remember about players from like the eighties or the early nineties. That mustache and the mullet the oof
1: so you how legend, was on the field. I think it's the legend of Kevin Bass, because he went to Japan, right? He ended his career in Japan. And yeah, that then, sounds right, yeah. And I think they won the Japanese World Series of the equivalent, and because they couldn't find they couldn't I don't know the, what they did, but they were they threw statues in a river and they couldn't find obviously a a black a black man st- statue anywhere so they they found the, the colonel sanders outside the kfc and they threw it oh into this river and and then ever since they threw it into the river the team's been cursed so they had to like go save the <laughs> colonel sanders statue and they had to drag the thing out and bring it back out because the team had been cursed for like <laughs> Oh, I love that. <laughs> that's my random castaway. <laughs> yeah, it was like completely really random. But yeah, uh, uh, I'll have to find that out. But yeah, it was there was the curse of Colonel Sanders for a long time because they threw the statue in there. There you go.
2: But yeah, no him. It was he was signing autographs <laughs> at a mall, and I got to go get my autograph, and it was just a big deal for me as a kid. So, but I think that's what's magic about baseball, you yeah. know that people do have, like, oh, yeah, that's my dude. And even though that might seem weird to somebody else, it's very meaningful to that person.
1: Yeah. So. Absolutely. Yeah, no, it's a lot of fun. I mean, uh, you, you can always have your players you're kind of go on to. I mean, I, I was a Mariners fan. It took a long time to develop any kind of personality in the Mariners. So. So uh so how would you describe your, your artwork? I was looking through your Instagram. You seem to kind of I don't know by choice or just because it's commissions or whatnot, but you kind of dwelt with a lot of seventies and eighties players.
2: Like like I said, to me the initial draw was the photography.
1: Right.
2: I guess that era, I love those photographs. They almost sound like they almost look like record sound. Right. You know, that crackling. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's yeah, absolutely. Cool. That, that's my appeal to them. And yeah, that is usually me picking them. People, when they commission, it's usually
1: other eras, <laughs> right? Yeah, no, I it's, it's, uh, you know. You know, you, you said you go to the studio, and you get inspired by anything, you know, and you maybe open a pack of cards and go, okay, yeah, cool, I remember this guy. Let's let's do him today.
2: Yeah. Well, and you have so many to choose from. You know, That's it's a long history. And especially with the project we're doing now with the the Negro Leagues, like I'm reading more about it and then I'm getting some of those stories and Are it gets more that? face. Yeah, it's uh, like this is archaeology, really, mm-hmm. it, especially since, it, you know, statistically, the, their records, um, it's nothing like Major League. Yeah, yeah absolutely yeah. but but man it's a fascinating history like um i didn't realize that uh the minor league system came from the negro leagues yeah they, absolutely. yeah,
1: yeah. I, and, and you know there's so many stories about you know them barnstorming and playing against the white players secretly in small farm towns <laughs> and you know and and you know you, you don't know what to believe because there wasn't written records of what happened. So you had to go by these stories that may have been embellished by time, maybe not, we're n- we're never going to know, but you know, how fascinating it would have been to see, you know, Satchel Paige pitch against the, you know, the major leagues there, you know, he, I think he showed up when he was like 46 and still did pretty well for a few years before he, yeah. came out. you know, it's absolutely amazing. I, I got to reread it today. I was <clears throat> reading something and I want
2: to s- don't quote me, but I think it was Satchel Page. Mm-hmm. They said that always carried a gun. Oh, right. Yeah, quite possibly. Even when he pitched. <laughs> I, uh... I. gotta, I gotta go <laughs> back in the book because I, I, I read that this. It was early this morning. And I was like, man, that's weird. Like. <laughs> but
0: but yeah, there's definitely it's definitely a rich, colorful history. <laughs> yeah. No. T- <laughs> was it was it Satchel Page who called his fastball Midnight Rider or something like that? Oh gosh, uh, did I read that somewhere?
1: I, I think he did. I, I think yeah. Satchel was very good at uh, oh gosh, I would let's say promoting himself. That would be the best way to say it. Absolutely, yeah. Doing that, uh, and and mm-hmm. of course you can back it up as well. So yeah, I mean, uh, I can just see him on the mound going, "I carry a gun out here. That's <laughs> today. makes
2: Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. I think, and charge the mound.
0: I think it harks back yeah. to what a couple of the guys we've spoken to already have um, brought up, and that's the the flair for you know. Entertainment that a lot of the Negro League guys had, you know, like they didn't have the resources to compete with the major leagues, so they made up for it by playing just this incredibly entertaining and watchable brand of baseball. Um and they all kind of amped up their personalities to a living. And yeah. it's just so it's well, like it's like a land of giants, but like no one outside of kind of proper baseball nerds and historians have really had a chance to dive into it properly.
2: Yeah, the I was reading about that too it heightened my awareness of like they were really good marketers you know all the all of the names that was very deliberate because it was a show to them in order to keep it going so because yeah there's some awesome names that uh, come out of the players cool papa bell um well
1: yeah yeah that's a great one then I think it's one of these things now, I think we're running to people kind of going, okay, I've grown up, I know, I'm hearing more about this where as a kid, I knew of the Negro Leagues, and I knew it existed, and then you kind of had Ken Burns documentary, throw some more light on it, and then you've seen Ken Griffey Jr. go, we should wear 42 for Jackie Robinson, and so we're slowly getting there, and now you can actually kind of go, Actually, you know what? I, I really want to go and learn more information about it and that information's there. Whereas you said we would look at it and say the eighties or nineties, you know, we'd have to get an encyclopedia or, or a book. And I can't imagine there was a whole lot of books out in the back then.
2: No, yeah. Not in my library. I I remember um middle school, I guess. I checked out a book. It was uh, George Foster's biography. And that was really interesting because he talks about growing up and picking cotton, and then wow, okay, and and yeah, that that was my first awareness. I think where uh, there was a Negro League, and then thinking about how surreal that is.
1: (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's not that long if you
0: think about it. Yeah, you know, it's funny. um, I became a baseball fan accidentally via the baseball video game, All Star Baseball two thousand two on the PS two um, my first introduction to the Negro Leagues was from another entry in that very series. In All-Star Baseball 2004, there were these videos you could unlock by winning games. And it was an interview with Buck O'Neill <laughs> <they had> talking <laughs> about the Negro Leagues. And that's how I first uh, heard about it. And then I think there was a movie about the life of Satchel Paige uh, quite a while back. Um, and I saw that movie and that was like pretty much my only exposure to the Negro Leagues until this year. Um, yeah. You know, it's and it's, it's been quite... Eye opening to to hear from the artists that we're speaking to, um, who a lot of them haven't had that much more exposure to the Negro that I've had. Uh, it's just not something that the conversation has centered around enough. Uh, fortunately, with the one hundredth year anniversary, uh, there is a bit more of an awareness coming. And obviously, Griffey Junior. in the nineties was Adam the Number Forty Two on Jackie Robinson Day, and that whole phenom you know, phenomenon uh, happened from there. Um, but it's just. Um, it's, it's amazing hearing all the different stories about how, you know, what level of information on the Negro Leagues each person has, has attained in their life and the different sources that they've gotten it from. And everyone's kind of come together and converged in this project. And we're all kind of learning from each other. I'm learning so much uh, from you guys, uh, talking to you every night. Um, I digress. I wanted to read a comment uh, that Tad Richardson's put up on the live stream. Um, he, okay. he says, uh, I describe Sergio's art as, quote, fucking rad.
2: <laughs> oh man! I don't
1: think well, I, I, I love uh, what you sent him because Harold Reynolds. Harold yeah. Reynolds wasn't it? <laughs> yeah,
2: that uh, that came out came out pretty rad actually.
1: It but, did. I, I was quite impressed with that, and uh, and, uh, and I know I saw that and like that's pretty awesome. I. Yeah,
2: well, cool, man.
1: I, I I love I have loved his enthusiasm
2: behind this, Tad. Like, um, like I said, like conversing with. I think you guys are my second live conversation with people in our our circle for this show. But right, okay. I feel I feel um, very connected, and that's a cool feeling.
1: So. it's really funny you say that because uh, you you find everyone saying the same thing is like I've always done my thing and people kind of followed me and I'll see something else there I think it's the first time we're really seeing everyone kind of come together and go you know what we all have the same kind of passion whether it was was art or card art or you know and that and we're all kind of come together and it's really cool because everyone's like I'm a baseball nerd and I like my art and this is like totally what I'm loving and seeing everyone else kind of coming out of the woodworks and say the same thing uh, is really cool and kind of connect that way. Uh, I mean, I, I hope this continues year in, year out. So this is so much well, fun
2: for artists. I was talking with the, uh, like I said, I'm working on a podcast and part of what we were talking about is that really the art shows. Yeah, we go there to sell art, but it's a big party for us because we've been working on this stuff, especially here in uh, Bedford, where I live we work on our material and then we have a show and I notice you know we entertain the audience or whatever but really it's just we're celebrating that we made a new body of work because each time it's a new it's new work and it really that really becomes about community we're doing that virtually and it's really cool because the scope of people participating is so broad and that's pretty exciting. And you can really hone in on the people that are similar in yeah. many ways.
1: So. It's fun. It's, it's been a blast yeah. to see everyone's artwork and what they're producing and chat with them. And I, I, I 100% agree with you. Yeah, I guess we're having a, a virtual show. Is what we're really doing. <laughs> here, yeah,
2: I, I'm all for it. I want to see it more because um, what a great Thing this is, you know, we this is a public dialogue mm-hmm. and it's awareness and it's art. And how sick is that? <laughs> it's really cool. Yeah, That's no, awesome.
1: it's I, I kind of be, became aware of it with uh, have you heard of uh, Jimmy Parker of Beauty of the Game? He's on Instagram there and he turned me on to a show in North Carolina two years ago. <laughs> and it was a uh, baseball cards as art. And it was like, I never thought of it that way. And I always thought, okay, I got my baseball cards, but the, you know, somebody each year would have sat down with that card and looked at it and said, oh, here's the layout, here's how we're gonna do it here. And here's how we you know, put it all together. And it just made me look at the cards differently that time. And, and then at the same time, you're seeing everyone do the work now. And it's just like, yeah, totally. Like everyone's, everyone's doing the same thing or, or do, not the same thing, but kind of taking that idea and running with it. And it's a lot of fun to see.
0: Yeah, I would would actually like uh, to ask. Sorry, Sergio, uh, I would would actually like to ask about your uh, artwork, particularly as it pertains to baseball players. Uh, You mentioned earlier that you know, since the COVID thing hit, you've really started to do this uh, project, and uh, it's been as as a means of going back to that time and that place when you were a kid watching baseball. Um, When you pick a player to draw and you start working in your mind's eye, are you looking to recreate? What you're feeling inside in terms of the nostalgia, or are you more prioritizing the personality of the player? And how do you strike a? How would you say your process has to strike the balance correctly?
2: My art works funny. I was thinking about this because I, uh, I was w- finishing a commission yesterday. and I was freaking out about it a little bit because when people <laughs> hire me to do my thing, I'm like, I don't know what you're going to get. I just don't. I I go in there and I'm a little bit of a wild animal.
0: (laughs) As the best artists often are.
2: um, As far as the the approach, I I never know. Like, I know I'm in a baseball mood, but I don't know what style that's going to be. Right. That's what keeps it exciting to me. It's because I could voice it many different ways and like what I do. And thankfully other people like it too. <laughs> <laughs> you know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, that's the, doesn't always happen, but I've been fortunate. And I don't know if that answered the question at all.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's 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 absolutely absolutely fantastic, Sergio. Thanks, man i just uh, wanted to pick your brain about that aspect of it because obviously with the reason that you initially started doing this a few months back being like that kind of feeling of it's almost like a safety blanket away from you know the ills of the world these days i mean it's it's a really terrifying time to be alive 2020 we don't know what's around the corner in five minutes never mind a few (laughs) months down the line um and i get that i really get that feeling of wanting to you know wrap that safety blanket of like childhood memories of the grass yeah. the leather of the baseball club spending time with dad at the ballpark which none of us is yeah. able to do because of the you know there's no fans allowed so i just wanted to touch on that i know you've been fantastic announcing that but when i
2: when i initially started the series i was so excited about it because i made like 10 of them and um this was at the very beginning it and some of them were negro league players because i was i've always had an interest in the subject and. So, in the video, I said, um, it's just nice to go back to a time when having 25 cents for a pack of baseball cards was my biggest concern. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, and I think what I've found is that a lot of other people probably feel that way.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's definitely been a running theme uh, with the views that we've done this week, man. Um, Jason, do you have anything else to ask the guest on?
1: I was do you—we uh, obviously you have your artwork in the background, but do you have any other pieces, or are you working on anything particular for the project? These
2: guys, uh, I haven't posted them up. They're all just going to be on my website. Right. Um, but um, every night I crank out something different. I've been doing some
1: uh, pastel drawings. Mm-hmm. I saw those. Those are cool. Yeah, it's really cool. I, I like how you've uh, filmed it, so you can watch it. Everything can work.
2: Yeah. Well, I thought those would be good promo pieces for what we're doing. And yeah, people are at least I'm getting a lot of feedback. I'm like, wow, that's cool. I didn't um, I didn't know such a museum existed. And that's really cool. I remember being in Kansas City and I didn't get to go see it. I was I was um, just short on time. I always, that that's always killed me. So it's very cool to be participating. And, um, and cool that you guys are broadcasting.
1: To get to it's fun for out. us, like I said. We don't get to chat baseball yeah. with people, so this this is definitely yeah. like that. uh And then, of course, like you know, games are on. Well, my Mariner game was on at nine tonight. So,
0: uh, oh so wait, you actually got a, you got a at o'clock start?
1: Yeah, yeah, it's Sunday, Sunday. Oh,
0: my a normal time. So uh, yeah, normally you're what like two a.m. Yeah, three o'clock in the morning is the normal time. <laughs> So, I'm a Yankees fan, so we're we're East Coast. So I'm, I'm a wee bit lucky. It's usually about midnight, so my game's usually finishing just as his is starting. <laughs> nice.
2: So
0: cool, uh, John. Do you want to ask your question, and then we'll get into some wax? Uh, yeah, what I like to ask all of our guests uh, to end up, uh, to finish up with is, uh, as a, an American, as an artist, and uh, more importantly, as a baseball fan, what do the Negro leagues mean to you? And how did you come to be involved in the project? How did to uh, reach out to you?
2: It's an important history. And as I said, I am so happy that we get to help broadcast it and bring awareness to it and reinterpret and just celebrate um, what is also a weird history that it even existed, but at the same time, you know, finding beauty in that strangeness is a really rich, fulfilling thing. And I'm glad I get to do it with about a hundred other artists. So, yeah. (coughs) Was that all of the question?
1: Yeah, I, I
2: tend to ramble, so.
1: No, that's no like, like I said, literally our, our interview last night was, uh, I think we recorded an hour and a half, and the first hour was a ramble. So, yeah. like I said, like, we yeah. guys consider it. it's, a, it's a beer of the friend, and you have to, wherever the conversation flows, you just yeah. go with it. And, and that's it. We've kind of covered <laughs> yeah. everything here. So, so um, uh, thank you so oh, much. You yeah. No, you're, you're asking
2: how how Tad reached out? And, oh, yeah. Um, like I said, when I started the series, the there was a group that did a battle of the Bay artists show it's about the Bay Area baseball and i've done a few because I love those uniforms that's a lot of how I, I pick the art, sometimes just
0: visually. like <laughs> it was the old day, color. yeah these uniforms and stuff Ricky yeah Ricky Anderson. yeah
2: yeah yeah Reggie Jackson, I think I did one in hot pink look fire man <laughs> that sounds
0: awesome that i don't know,
2: <laughs> but then um yeah tad i think just reached out it's like yeah i'm i'm in so here we are, oh,
0: uh, are so stuck? we're gonna so we're gonna <laughs> open up a pack of cards just shortly before we do do you want to once again plug your social media for anyone listening
2: Okay, yeah, uh, El Santos Baseball is where you can catch my baseball stuff. ElSantosWorld.com hosts all of my artwork, but if you're interested in just the baseball, the link is ElSantosBaseball.com. And that'll take and you to the
1: wrestling. Singular... Don't forget the wrestling.
2: Well, <laughs> yeah, there, there's El Santos Wrestling, there's El Santos Star Wars.
1: All right. Yes, yeah, so Star Wars. So you're about the fourth artist I know that does Star Wars. So the the at least yep. two of the top's artists were uh, they did Star Wars based ones. I want to see what was it? Uh, Jamie did uh, top Star Wars. Nice. So yeah. yeah. So you know, it's, everyone's kind of got this Star Wars tie to it as well. So
2: there are a lot of nerds
1: walking. <laughs> <laughs> And I'm okay. Card. I'll raise my hand. I, I qualify for that one as well. Yeah.
2: I I happily uh, engage in this behavior. So. <laughs> but, um,
1: cool. All right. Yeah. Uh, so we got we've got some cards. That you can choose. I got, I got yeah six seven packs to choose from. And you can pick which one you like to open. So I have eighty seven tops. Oh, okay.
2: You're going old school. Good.
1: Going old school. Yeah. Uh, eighty nine donors. Okay, 1990 score, mm. 91 Stadium Club. Wow. Oh, we, we talked about the studio. Hold on. I got 91 Studio.
2: You're making my heart happier.
1: Yeah, like, so we got 91 <laughs> Studio. If you want to go the 91 Studio route, you got 92 Donners, uh, 93 Studio. That's the colorful ones. It's not the quite the arty ones that the 91 were. And then I've got modern. I've got the big league baseball, which is a modern pack.
2: Okay. All right. I'm, I'm torn between 87 tops and 91 studio. I think I think I want to see some of that studio photography. <laughs> All
1: right. <laughs>
2: <laughs> you know what was great? The score one where uh Conseco's got like his shirt off.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. That, that's the 90 score, because I think it's got that one. And it's got the Bo Jackson where he's got the, the, the football pads yep. on that, there. Yeah, that,
2: that was an awesome photograph.
1: But... So I, that was one of the reasons I was I bought these. It's just a nostalgia one of opening box after box, trying to find that damn card. <laughs> of course, you can go buy on eBay for like 50 cents now. It's not worth anything, but it's not as okay. fun. So uh, if you, you can comment on any <laughs> cards there, if you don't know anybody there, luckily with studio, it's mostly stars. So we know most of the players here. But the first one is Dale Mill- Murphy with the Phillies.
2: Nice. Oh so,
1: wow. Yeah,
2: yeah, I always I always knew him as a Brave.
1: Yeah, and he played for the Rockies as well at one point, for one season. <laughs> All right, Mookie Wilson.
2: Nice as a Blue Jay.
1: He the, was a Met, wasn't he? Yeah, he was the Met. Yeah, and then. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Okay. Great name oh, Doug Jones, great stash. Nice. Yes. So it's important. He likes to listen to auto. I watch auto racing in the off season. That's his big thing. See, I, ne- I never got to get. <laughs> of it. I never does. got to get any of these cards. Like <laughs> how- I may have to hit up old eBay. Yeah, <laughs> you can get a box for like ten bucks. Like, they're, they're so
2: cheap.
1: <laughs> oh, and, and that uh, valuable. It is, it's so worth it
2: for the cards. Like, I just- why, the, why was it so hard for me to score them back then? I know, they're
1: expensive too. Everyone was like, <laughs> "Yes, expensive. Now you just buy a box or a tenner, you know? <laughs> His shipping this will cost- Terrible. <laughs> terrible. <laughs> You'll have to hit the local card shop to see if they have anything and just go from there. <laughs> That's fine. All right. Was uh, that all of them? No, okay. no, we have more, yeah. We got okay. Yankee legend, Kevin Moss man yeah exactly he wow he was good
0: I've for forgotten game. about him. i've heard the name but
1: <laughs> so he, he hit like 11 home runs in like 30 games and everyone was thought he was gonna be amazing first baseman mm-hmm. and uh yeah, it out he couldn't hit a curveball. So, <laughs> but I mean, everyone bought his cards. I mean, I probably have about 20 Kevin Moss cards kicking about because yeah, they were worth I, I did too. Hey,
0: what's wrong with Yeah, that? yeah. It was I'm like a whole two I can't
1: hit a curveball, but <laughs> <laughs> well, it doesn't help if you're a major leaguer, you can't hit a curveball, you know? <laughs> 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 All right.
0: We got
1: Tony Pena, that's a good looking card. I'm just kind of just hanging out with <laughs> it.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> that is a cool band, actually he just looks so relaxed so his hobbies and interests are he uh he goes shopping for clothes he likes salsa music and he watches the cosby show it's it's like they're looking for
2: dates you know this was like old school you know baseball tinder or something yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I'm gonna send you a box. I'm gonna get your address <laughs> off here. And I'm gonna buy you a box and I want you to open it. I, I, I will I will film that and uh yeah. Gonna be fun. All gonna, yeah, I'll come back. I'll come back on and open Yeah, we can am for that. You let me know. All right. Let me see. I'm trying to think. Okay, I couldn't tell. I think this is Mark Gubasa, but look at that mullet. Man, I like <laughs> I I yeah. was checking to see if that was it. He had um, some
2: serious mullet. Yeah. Wow. Well, it evolved. It, it wasn't always that glorious.
1: But yeah, I, I wasn't sure if it was a shadow or a mullet. But yeah, it's actually the mullet. So that's something had
2: climbed up his back.
1: <laughs> and you would have thought, you know, it wow. was, if he was shot. There would have been a hair artist. <laughs> I don't know, make, make it curlier, longer, greasier. Make it <laughs> greasier. Come on. Okay. Give,
2: give him another highlight. Let's make that <laughs> thing glow. <laughs> <laughs> all
1: right. Oh, oh, all right. We got Edgar Martinez. <laughs> Unfortunately, it's not Edgar. car not Edgar. He's not looking. Is that very Edgar happy. Martinez? It is Edgar Martinez. That, that's not he, the Edgar not,
2: Martinez. I grew up watching. <laughs> I know. He is not happy so to different. be in that studio
1: yeah look at him. no like <laughs> it was like are we done yet what <laughs> we deserve with like no one knows who i am yet like, like, yeah this is 91. like is this when you still play the fields he was still probably on the bench for the miners doing them oh, oh oh all right here we go this is a great one it's not it's not steve lake great but i'll bring you sammy sosa oh, oh man. <laughs> look at that
2: hair that
0: hair is amazing <laughs>
2: Wow.
0: He looks like he has been on the disc with is, us before if I'm not mistaken.
2: that was taken. That is a gem. See, <laughs> so, yeah, I remember crazy. seeing him at Wrigley. It
1: was, um, I don't know, it was like a sideshow, really. <laughs> yeah. crazy. I think it was actually his rookie card. This was probably pretty valuable back in 91.
2: <laughs> yeah. I remember my, mom, I have a good mom memory at Wrigley Field. Um, so it's in Sammy's later career. And um, he runs out onto the field, and she's like, Sammy's fat. <laughs> she says it really loud. I'm like, oh.
1: <laughs> Inner voice, all right. So, so I like long walks in the beach. I'm a deep thinker. <laughs>
0: Wait, who was that?
1: Shane Mac for the twins,
0: <laughs> man. <laughs> that, it <laughs> it looks you, like the cover of a hip hop album.
1: <laughs> I mean, do you think you know people sending cards to the players, and then they go, "Right, who signed the card?" Do you think people send these cards to me? You <laughs> sign that for me. <laughs> Dude, when you get that card, you go, what the fuck, man? Come you need
2: on, to man. send. Is Edgar Martinez his?
1: I yeah, I will. I got a connection to Edgar. I got a very tenuous connection to Edgar, but you know what? I'll see if I can use that one to see if he'll, he'll sign it.
2: <laughs> Cheer up,
1: buddy. Right. With the last card, <laughs> this one's rubbish. It's a
0: checklist card, but it's totally Loose. No, like, mm. oh, look at that.
1: Uh, yes. It's very Nick Watson,
0: Uh Nick Watson uh, has commented on the Savvy Sosa card and just said uh his hair is juicing. <laughs> 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 he doesn't look. Stephen Louden says. Stephen says you? he doesn't look like that anymore. I mean, he that's in, that's true. He's he's gone through. He was a, in a he documentary recently. A Did you guys see that?
2: Which one? Where? Um, I I don't know how recent it was. But it was about him and mark mcguire in that whole race but you're seeing sammy sosa now <laughs> it was very strange yes, like, he, <laughs> he, he's awesome. in this very flamboyant suit and he's like alabaster yeah you
1: know? <laughs> <laughs> like, i don't uh, know what happened to yeah. sammy <laughs> I, uh,
0: clearly the roids did not work out for- was it like a pigmentation <laughs> issue or was it a skin pigment issue or something like that he had or
2: something
1: like that something like that i don't know know.
2: really knows yeah there's
1: not a
0: an answer like he
1: died for a few years and right back to the body and it was just kind of.
2: (laughs) i don't know it's it's strange that yeah yeah. it's it's kind of a michael jackson
0: thing i guess so before we finish up guys i have found this wrestling song. Wait for
2: it. Well, the boss called me up and said, come in to work. <laughs> I just hung up on that slave driving jerk. I'm going to wrestling. Going to wrestling. Well, you'd think I'd rather be sweating on a dock or watching somebody
0: use a hammer <laughs> rock. I'm going to wrestling. <laughs> I'm going to wrestling. and <laughs> that's wrestling. ASSLI, and that's second lesson, second lesson, guys! We're to be using for a theme song. <laughs> man, that is, uh... thank you, thank you so, so very, very, very much for joining us tonight, Sergio. It's been a blast. um Yeah, I man, think got a chance to chat with you again if we can put some more cars together. All right. Yeah, we'll do it.
1: Thank you, guys.
0: Well, hey Matt, Sergio, it's, okay. it's
1: been awesome. I'll, we'll chat up after the words, and I'll, I'm gonna definitely send you some scorecard or some of the, the studio cards. <laughs> so you can open those up. <laughs> I love I love the uh,
2: that the backs have their hobbies and interests. That's great. And I
1: they, mean, they're, they're they're pretty funny. Like I said, I mean, I guess if you're you're 20 on 22 year old man, your hobby's gonna be like golf and like watching ESPN, you know. No one <laughs> so all right, man. Have a good one. All the best of luck on the podcast. If you guys if you for need sure. help, give us a shout. Like John's John's the master at all that stuff there. I'm just the, the person with the context. So
2: And I appreciate that. Yeah. So I'm excited. But yeah, I need to figure out what I'm doing.
0: Thanks so much, man. <laughs> good night to everyone who's joined us. <laughs> yeah, man. Thank you. Thanks so much for joining us, everyone. All right, good right. day. Good night.